Hi, how you doing? Steve here, uh, currently on my Being Freelance Christmas break, but I just wanted to drop into this podcast feed to give you a gift. It's not an episode of Being Freelance, but instead an episode of another podcast that I do. 2019 was the year that I started co-hosting the Doing It For The Kids podcast and that's a a spin-off I guess from the doing it for the kids community which is all for freelancing parents and the podcast is like a QA and a thing it's no more than 20 minutes each episode it's me and Frankie from the doing it for the kids community answering people's questions so yes that's what I'm gonna do here I'm gonna put in an episode from the doing it for the kids podcast hopefully you will enjoy it and if you do then why not go and find it whichever app you use for your podcasts search for doing it for the kids hit subscribe and then you'll be ready for all of the episodes that we release in 2020 so far we've done 27 this episode is episode 20 and it's about procrastination so I've picked one which isn't anything really to do with kids it's more just about freelancing in general so yeah hope you enjoy that just a word of warning but it does involve swearing whereas being freelance generally doesn't so anyway here it is this is the doing it for the kids podcast oh for fuck's sake that's my shopping again steve is it yeah so that bit when you say should we record at half past 10 yeah i forgot hang on hello you need to move downstairs Hello, you're listening to the Doing It For The Kids podcast, where we swear a bit too much and talk a bit too fast about freelance life with kids in the mix. My name's Frankie and this is Steve. Hello, yes, each week we take a question from the Doing It For The Kids community, do our best to answer it, but of course we also take your comments from the previous week's question, read those out as well. So last week's question was... How to deal with the overwhelm, the omnipresent overwhelm. Oh, yes, it was Beth, wasn't it? Well, Jane got in touch. Jane Barton. Hey, Jane. She says, yes to writing it down. I have two teenagers, two baby freelance businesses, and I've been studying part-time as well. I regularly end up holding all the things in my head at once and feeling completely overwhelmed. I've started using a bullet journal as a brain dump for my main business. It's amazing how just writing stuff down, especially ideas and plans for the future, frees up space in my head to deal with the here and now more effectively. Yes, but bullet journal, I've never tried the bullet journal thing, but it's... Neither um, have I. I feel like I'm overwhelmed by the information around bullet journals to like get into it. It's a whole (laughs) other like process, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But if you're intrigued by what that is, um, there's loads of videos and blog posts online about bullet journaling techniques if you want to give that a go. A lot of chat in the group as well. Hannah Abbott says, I am the worst for letting things reach overwhelm boiling point. But recently I realised that a lot of the stuff that sends me over the edge is day-to-day stuff that definitely doesn't need to be done by me. I've started passing on small but significant things from my list like the food shop and importantly, all related mental admin. Have we got peas in the freezer, etc? Yawn. To my husband. To be fair, he's offered to do it before, but I've resisted. He has a tendency to go nuts in the world foods aisle and forget to buy bread. (laughs) But I reached the point where I just genuinely didn't care. And it's been pretty good so far, especially if you like instant Tom Yum soup. (laughs) I've also... Uh, I've also made a joint Trello board to brain dump jobs that wear me down, e.g. getting quotes for household shit that needs doing, that he can just take care of. It's not changed my life, but it's helping. 
And Ethne2b said, well, this couldn't be more apt. Is it the season? I've been suffering massively with overwhelm for the last couple of months, coinciding with the summer holidays and the aftermath, maybe. And this has been my redemption. The Kanban board. The what? The Kanban board. K-A-N-B-A-N. Someone shared a Guardian article in the Doing It For The Kids Facebook group a while ago, and I bought the book and drank the Kool-Aid. I'm evangelical (laughs) about it now. Mine is very rough, but the premise is to limit your work in progress and distribute the rest of your tasks accordingly. Now, uh, Ethne posted a picture of her Mm. Kanban board as well, and uh, I would say it's a bit like a real-life Trello board made out of post-it notes stuck on the wall. That's exactly my reaction. I was like, this is Trello, but physical, yeah, right? Yeah, but that's quite satisfying. So lots of post-it notes and, and like tape on the wall, which also makes it look like you're a CIA investigator and you're trying to solve a, <laughs> solve a crime. Like, if I were you, Ethne, I would also just put up some pictures of some like dodgy-looking people so that your neighbours are convinced that you're some sort of like rogue... PR. Ah, so how was your week? So this week we spent most of the week trying to work out what the fuck was happening in the flat downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> but like about a week ago, we were all having breakfast and then literally there was this huge bang, like the whole building shook to the point where we're a top floor flat. So Rob went into the loft to check like the roof hadn't collapsed. We were looking out of the window to like check that parts of like the random brick hadn't fallen off or something. Like it was that loud. Wow. And then we've lived above, well, we lived in our flat five years, but the neighbour downstairs, he's been here like two, three years now. And we've very rarely hear him. And that night he came home and just like hoovered for three hours. <laughs> and and then was on the phone, just chatting on the phone. And we could hear, like, every word. We were like, what is going on here? You know, in, like, Doctor Who, there's a crack in the time... Space continuum. Yeah, that. It felt like there was a crack between us and some other universe. Literally <laughs> below our floorboards. Um, yeah, I love that. Not just that the bloke downstairs was doing some DIY. But, no, a crack in the time-space yeah, continuum. It was that loud. Yeah, and then, like, a couple of days ago, he knocked on the door and was like, hello, um... My ceiling collapsed. (gasps) (laughs) I'm having a new one put in. And he was basically saying, like, can you not allow your children to jump up and down (gasps) on my ceiling while they're putting it in? Because, you know, it might be a bit fragile. What he really was saying was, my fucking ceiling collapsed because your children jump up and down all the time. (laughs) That's me reading between the lines. So right now I'm between... (laughs) I was doing a rock and a hard place recording this because I can't do it in the living room where I normally would because there's literally two guys banging on my floorboards. Um, so I'm in here. Where <laughs> Sorry, the... that sounds so wrong. I'm not sure what that, what good that's going to do for his ceiling, to be honest. <laughs> I don't mean to walk into these innuendos. I really don't. Okay, next episode that we're having no... There's no <laughs> sex chat. Anyway, the point is, if I was to record this in the living room... <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, if I was to record this in the living room... Yeah, it would be a little bit awkward. <laughs> It'd be really loud. Oh,
This week's question comes from Barney Harson, who's a copywriter. Um, I would give you his website. I asked him for his website. And he said, I'm currently working to an A-team kind of model of publicity. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find him, maybe you can hire this bloke I know, Barney. <laughs> so he doesn't have one. Wow. He must be good. Well, here's the letter he's written. You can be the judge of that. He says, Dear Frankie and Steve, my name's Barney. Hi, Barney. I'm a middle-aged copywriter. So far, so good. Apart from the writing copy bit. <laughs> Not all of it, of course. The unpaid jobs, favours for friends, and surprisingly successful and lengthy replies to people I've only just met on social media I can manage. Increasingly, however, I find it more difficult to concentrate on the paid work. What tips do you have to avoid procrastination? I mean, honestly, even this note is longer than it needs to be. I'm a lost cause! <laughs> Sobs. Thanks in advance for your help. Barney, age 47 and a half. Procrastination. I'm amazed we've made it to episode 20 without talking about procrastination. We have been putting it off. Oh, look, it happens to us all, doesn't it? it isn't it funny as well? Sometimes you like have the biggest task, the biggest workload of all, and yet you faff around, totally putting it off, and then instead end up working to the last minute. Um, so actually, that's, that is one of my bits of advice for avoiding procrastination, is to create your own deadline. And it's a funny thing, because when you create a fake deadline, part of your brain knows it's a fake deadline. Mm. But I still think it's better to just, yeah, write on, on that wall or the Trello board or whatever it is you say, that it needs to be done by this date, and then get it done by that date. Yeah, I am definitely the type of freelancer that um, flourishes under pressure. <laughs> But that's not a great way to live life, is it? It's not great advice in that, you know, <laughs> just leave it to the last minute. You'll be fine. But like self-imposed deadlines is good. And one of the other things I was going to say was around like incentivizing yourself. So like rewarding yourself. But you could actually yes. combine that with a self-imposed deadline in that you book something to reward yourself on a particular day on the assumption that you have to have done the job by that point, if you see what I mean. Yeah. So like you could book a haircut or like a trip to the cinema. That that way you, you physically have to be somewhere. Because as you say, if it's a deadline that's kind of fake, you'll just push it anyway. Whereas if like you ha you're out of the office the next day doing stuff, you have to get it done. But in general, I think incentives work for me too. Like I, I'm not allowed to have that tea and cake this afternoon until I've... Oh, so you do the like stick approach rather than the carrot no isn't that a carrot well i suppose but you'd have the tea and cake anyway wouldn't you steve i mean <laughs> no but it's well no that's kind of like the thing is that i'm not allowed to do this unless i've done that right it's that incentive either way it works in that mm. i you know i have to get this thing done if i'm gonna enjoy doing that yeah i'm not allowed to get a pub quiz tonight unless i've written that script right. this afternoon sort of thing so the other obvious one is getting rid of the distractions, right? Yes. So like, he says he has, doesn't have a website but spends most of his life writing to other people on social media. And from what I've seen of Barney, he likes social media. He's definitely a sociable guy. And I'm obviously a similar kind of person, so it's very easy to get sucked into like endless chats. How do you deal with that? Well, one of the classics, we talked about this before, is like leaving your phone in another room. But that can be a bit disconcerting when you've got kids at school or nursery in case they ring... Yeah, but that's the thing, right? So you don't turn your phone off, but it's out of your reach. Yeah, so I was chatting to somebody the other day who was like, yeah, I don't leave it in another room anymore, but I will put it on, like, vibrate. But it will only do that, so that's not for notifications, that's for just if it rings. Yep. And it will be 
in the room but out of arm's reach because yes. if it's like on the desk it's always that like bleh, 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 always picking up always picking up always having a look it, phones are pricks man they they just want you to pick them up and just mm. like just look at nothing like do you find you pick up your phone and you're just looking at nothing and then you're like oh I'll open Instagram and then you're like I already saw everyone's stories when I yeah. was procrastinating on this last time clearly being on social media is a really good thing especially for you Barney if all your work is coming to you right. via referrals and stuff but maybe maybe set yourself times like you're only allowed to do it between eight and a half eight in the morning and then i don't know 12 and a half 12 and i'm picking random times mm. that is your time to be on social media and the rest of the time get that flipping thing out of your face because they are really 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 distracting procrastination yeah getting rid of distractions is definitely works for sure and actually i find sometimes if i've got something i really need to do like getting out of the house because the house is full of distractions if you work from home Um, and going and working in a coffee shop which might sound weird because it's full of distractions but actually I find personally the white noise of the coffee shop um, when I'm writing scripts and stuff like I I don't hear it it's just there is that white noise even like kids screaming if they're not my kids I don't care (laughs) I can just crack on and work and so even now when I'm based in a co-work space if I've really got something uh, I need to get stuck into and I can use my laptop I might leave here and go and sit in a coffee shop and 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 it's the pressure of being seen Mm. that makes you up your game like even being out and about it's like you want to look like you're a professional doing work in the coffee shop rather than like sitting around looking at your phone sipping on some coffee for six hours it's like it makes you feel more aware of yourself and makes you feel like you want to look like you're working even if it's like a weird it's like you've got this narrative in your head that says you're people are expecting me to do a certain thing and therefore you just end up doing it yeah they say eat that frog if you've got like something you really need to do do that first and if you've got i think they say if you've got two frogs eat the ugliest one so (laughs) nice so so that you immediately like because we all know what that is you've got those tasks you're putting them off because you really don't want to do them do them the first thing in the morning when in theory you're most rested and raring to go because otherwise what happens is you start piddling about thinking oh just reconcile my bank statement (laughs) even important job steve but it can definitely wait until the end of the week but like (laughs) no get on and do the thing that you were meant to do and also Uh, when you've done that you feel so much more motivated and like you you go on uh, or i do anyway i go on to be more productive when i've done that thing by 9 30 it's like yes boom let's go and then you feel more like you can tick other things off that maybe were more scary half an hour ago but now you've done the really scary thing yes it opens up more stuff you're like more confident to eat some other frogs you could also look at some sort of accountability tool or buddy or something whether that's i don't know every day but like once in a while, someone's messaging you going, have you done that thing? Have you have you eaten the frog this morning, Barney? Because <laughs> um, you and me do that a lot. Well, not all the time, but like we yeah. do that often, don't we? We're messaging each other going, have you done that thing? I see you haven't done the thing. I have to say, when you message me and say, have you done that thing? It does actually make me go and do that thing. It does there work. You go. It definitely works. And like, even when we met recently and we were like, okay, what am I going to get done by this point? 
by the next time we meet, for example, and I wrote a list of stuff that I was going to get done. And actually, by the time I got home, I'd already started You'd on done that four list. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, man, got this thing and I want to show that I can get the thing done. So, yeah, actually an accountability partner. And wasn't somebody telling us the other day that there is an app where, like, you can sign up for an accountability buddy or something Were like they? that? Were they? That sounds great. But actually, I spoke to Kirsten Murray, I think her name is, for the Being Freelance podcast once. Now, she has a uh, an accountability partner in, like, a collaborator that she often works with. And even though that person is on the other side of the world, they log in at the same time on their webcams every now and again, and they will just work. So like they, they have a chat. That's so weird. I'm not sure I'm into that idea. They like, have if a it chat. Works for you. And then they get on the work. Yeah, but this is it. As with most things that we have just said, it's about experimenting and finding what works for you. Because I feel like I just end up chatting to that person and like not doing any work at all. But I guess you have a rule where it's like, no, no, you have to get on. Yeah, we have to work now. But then I just be constantly going, Barney, Barney, put the phone away. <laughs> Okay. Barney, where are you going? But Barney, I think we have learnt that it shouldn't be Frankie that you pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the right person for the job. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Barney, can you, can you hear banging? So Barney says that it's the unpaid job favours for friends that distract him. I imagine because he takes them on because they excite him in some way. Like It's easy to just want to yeah. work on the things that you want to work on all the time. So maybe you need, Barney, like a proper, an actual to-do list with like mm. three key things that you've got to do for your clients and leave the other stuff off. That stuff is on another page or another Trello board you or however you organise yeah. yourself. And then only later do you come to the fun things. Or maybe split your day up so that you've got, you're going to start it with all your client work and that's going to be, you're limiting that time. You're going to work from 9am until 1 on client work and then you've got an hour for other stuff. Before you go and pick up the kids, or however you split your day up. Well, I hope that helps, but I'm sure other people will have ideas about what they use to beat procrastination because it's something that we all suffer from. Procrastination, procrasty work as well, as you've described, where you're working on other things, but it's not what you're meant to be working on. So let us know. Um, hashtag DIFDK podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Of course, you can go into the Doing It For The Kids community on Facebook. Search for episode 20 and you'll find uh, it right there when Frankie's posted it into the group so you can leave your comments. We really appreciate your comments so please do keep them coming we'll read them out on the next episode please continue to rate the podcast you don't have to leave an actual written review you can literally just click on the star rating thing if you want to but we do like the reviews yeah like, we love the written ego reviews point of view they're bloody amazing <laughs> but we don't all have time for that is what I'm saying if you just want to rate it that's fine I mean Barney if you're looking for something to put off some work go write us a review <laughs> he would write a cracking review you know it we also need your questions you can go to doingitforthekids.net Click on the podcast page and there's a form that you can fill in to tell us what your question is and we could be answering that on a future episode. And if you need more reasons to procrastinate, then you need to go and listen to Steve's other podcast, Being Freelance, this week with Hilary Weiss? Weiss. Weiss. It used to be Weiss, but her family have been in America for so long they've given up doing the v thing and they call it w. Uh, okay, I think we're done, right? We're out of here. I've got to go and move my car. Cool.
Well, there you are. I hope you enjoyed that. They're doing it for the kids' podcast. Uh, we've done 27 in 2019 and we'll be back in 2020 with more. So please, if you enjoyed that, hit subscribe wherever you get your podcast. The Being Freelance podcast proper continues in January. So, yes, I hope you're having a good break and I'll speak to you soon. All the best, Being Freelance. <laughs>